You know the unmistakable sound of opening your freezer door? That little kiss? Well, my freezer makes that kissing noise and I kiss it right back because it's filled with butcher box cuts that have made my life way more convenient. Delivered right to our doorstep, free shipping, always, and curated customized box plans. It saves me money and trips to the grocery store and I can meal plan for weeks at a time and I got leftovers to boot. Eat better this year with the best meat and seafood on the planet delivered to your door. ButcherBox is offering mega listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential. That's three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free, that's free, in every order for a whole year. That's a whole year. Plus, get $20 off your first order. Get a kiss from your freezer and your family and sign up today at butcherbox.com mega and use code mega to choose your free offer and get $20 off. Thanks, ButcherBox. Hallie Levant welcoming you to Inside Twin Hills, where we are giving our mega church a tiny family feel by introducing you to members of our church staff and community. What a treat and a treasure. And just like in the book of Matthew, when Jesus was hankering for some fruit, came across a fig tree that wasn't currently in season with figs and cursed it so that it withered immediately. I'd be cursed without my co-host. Please welcome Gray Haas, everybody. Hey, Hallie. So nice to see you. How are you doing? Lovely to see you, my friend. I am well. How are you, sir? I am feeling great. Um, just coming back from the Spock overnight. Do you know about this, Hallie? Spark Overnight? Spark Overnight. It's where all of these youth leaders from all around the country, they came this year to the Waterfront Hotel in Indianapolis, and we did an overnight where we camped inside a big ballroom. We set up tents. We uh, put down sleeping bags. We had uh, small little artificial fires that we built um, out of uh, just newspaper. We didn't like them, of course. We put a flashlight inside and, uh, and gathered around. And at Spark Overnight, basically what we do is we we brainstorm new ideas of things that we can do with our youth. And so, Hallie, I was really thinking about this idea, and I wanted to try it on some of the other youth leaders. And I had seen an article a long time ago, and then uh, recently on my Hulu, uh, there was a documentary about this artist named Maria Abramovich. Have you ever heard of her? No. Uh, well, I hadn't either, and I didn't watch the documentary. I did just watch the trailer because a lot of our art looked uh, a bit not positive and not very mm. Christian or Christ-like. Mm. But I did watch the trailer for it, and I thought it was really interesting, Hallie, because one of the things she did, she's a performance artist, mm. and she set up a chair, and she had an empty chair across from her, mm. and she invited people to just come and sit in the chair, and she just looked at them, Hallie. Oh, that's so cool. And she would look at them for as long as the person wanted to sit in the chair. And people would just start crying, Hmm. Um, you know, really have these powerful emotional experiences because she's got all this gravity, you know. And so, Hallie, I just thought this is awesome. And it seems like something that I could do with youth because it seems like youth want to be seen, right? And I wanted to teach them that the one person that can see you is Jesus, Mm -hmm. right? Right. And and in this case, me. So what I did is I set up a chair and I invited youth leaders from around the auditorium where they, we were all fake camping. And I said, hey, uh, come out of your tent and just come sit in the chair and sit across from me and we'll see what happens. Hallie, it went so great. I had probably, I probably invited 70 or 80 youth leaders to come sit in the chair 
they all, I think, you know, I think they enjoyed it. One person sat in the chair for up to probably 90 seconds. It just seemed like they were really connecting with me. A, a lot of people had questions like, hey, what was that all about? You didn't ever say anything. And I said, hey, it was all about the gravity. I see you. God, like God sees you. Um, you know, there's no judgment. I'm just this blank canvas. So I think it went pretty well. I'm going to try it on my youth next week. That is so cool. Thank you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's a gift to see somebody, isn't it? It is. And especially when they're across from you and they're sort of confused about what's going on. Yeah. And you're just looking at them with this sort of intense look. Yeah. And you're just going, hmm. I mean, I'm doing it right now. So you see how I'm doing it? Oh, there's a little bit of eyebrows going up, just kind of like not blinking. Well, I'm just, right, I'm not blinking. I'm definitely, these, my eyebrows just kind of go like this anyway. Okay. But I'm just trying to be as neutral as possible. Okay. And I'm just letting you do whatever you want because God says, you know, it doesn't matter who you are, you can sit down in the chair. Oh, wow, that's so cool. Yeah. But I feel like I get a little self-conscious when you're looking at me. I'm like, do I have any blemishes? What's he looking at? Oh, right, you do. And I, it doesn't matter because God doesn't judge. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. And I guess neither do you, huh? Uh, what, have blemishes? Oh, judge. Oh, no. Oh, no, I don't judge, but I also don't have blemishes. That's true. I'm and here to attest to that. Because there were several people that were really not attractive people that would sit in the chair. And I would say, and, and my look to them was the same as people that were attractive, which that's, was great. That's important. That's really cool. How was your week? Well, you know what? I'm going to be honest. I don't understand the gravity part you were saying about it, but because I understand that gravity is what makes an apple fall and makes skin sag. But um, what do you mean you had gravity? Oh, I was just saying, you know, gravitas, sort of the way I'm looking at the person oh. just seems so intense, like... Hey, I'm not moving my face, not really doing anything, except my eyes are just looking Got deep it. in your eyes. Got it. That's so cool. Well, I'll right. tell you what. I was doing my walk through the Bible devotional this week, reading about Samson in Judges 5. You remember Samson. I'm sure you like him because he's so strong. Absolutely. One of my favorite characters. I was so surprised to read that the scripture says that Samson caught 300 foxes and he tied them together. 300 foxes. I know. Tied them together. Not two, not 10, 300 live foxes foxes. Right. And you know what God spoke to me in that moment? And he said, Hallie, are you underestimating your potential? Because I can't even imagine tying two foxes together. But if Samson can tie 300 of them together for some reason, I can certainly stop underestimating myself and honor God by doing something Christ-centered and impressive like that. And so can you. And that's so cool. That is great. So whatever challenge you are facing, just think about Samson and know that you're capable of much more than you think. Because in Christ, all things are possible. Isn't that right? One time I heard about a bunch of rats in the London sewer that whose tails had tied together. They called it a rat king. Oh, that's so cool. And it was a, a few hundred rats that were, that were sort of navigating as this one giant rat. Whoa. Right. Is that true? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whoa. It was called the rat king. The rat king. Yeah, so maybe he had made sort of a fox king. Well, well, I know you're into pitching movies now. You should pitch rat king. Oh, that is a great idea. You know, like a hundred rats, one mind. Right, and then one Christian guy goes in and sort of has to defeat it. That's right. Awesome. Or convert it. Right. You see, that would be cool because if the Rat King was a Christian, you know, then God could use it. That's right. Isn't that so cool? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Woo! 
Well, just like Jabez is only mentioned in a few verses of scripture, but rich Christian men can't get enough of him. You won't be able to get enough of our guest today. Please welcome Mars Rothman. How are you doing, Mars? Uh, I'm good. I'm welcome. okay. Oh, it's so yeah. good to see you, Mars. Yeah, okay. Oh, it's cool to have somebody here who's named after a planet. You named after a planet or a, or a chocolate bar? Yeah, I get. Uh, well, I think it was after um, like a uh, like a Greek god. Ooh. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. But it's cool that now you're a Christ follower and not following some um, idolatry of a Greek god. Isn't that right? Yeah. Oh, are you asking me? I mean, I like Christ in that. You know. So, I mean, yeah, sure, that's all, that's fun too. So, Mars, tell us a little bit about what you do here at Twin Hills, because if there's one thing that uh, I know, it's that you you make everybody show up when we need you most. Yeah, well, I, you know, okay, so I do lighting tech for the weekend services uh, for the church, uh, which entails... Uh, you know, bringing the lights up and bringing them down and, and putting out colors and things. Sometimes Steve comes to me and he says what he wants, what he doesn't want. And uh, a lot of times it's very minimalist, even though I've got a very uh, long and strong technical background. So I could do a lot more than he ever wants me to do. But, uh, you know, I, you got to give the leader what he wants. What, what kind of lights does Steve ask for? Because I've always been wondering, because I think I feel like he's always so he's framed so perfectly. It's oh, never yeah. too ostentatious, but he always looks 10, 15 years younger than he is. He what are you giving him there in that moment? Well, he, he likes a pretty basic setup, but if you notice, sometimes there's a, a bit of a halo behind him when mm. he hits certain notes mm. in the sermon, and he asks for that. And sometimes I like to give him a little bit of a glow, an angelic glow, as if the sun is peeking through the clouds uh, when he's, uh, you know, hitting... Hitting the high notes of that's, his sermon. That's awesome. How old are you, Mars? How old would you guess? I would guess some somewhere in maybe early 60s. That's a very good guess. Really? I would say 52. That's a very good guess, too. Oh. You kind of got one of those ageless faces. And you know what? You you have a um, youthful personality. Oh, oh thank you. What are you holding up there? Your driver's license? Yeah, it's a driver's license. Okay. Oh, wow, you're 38. I'm 38 years old, and this, you can see I had very long hair here. This is during Ooh, my... Oh, I like that long wow. hair. My, uh, you're uh, much older seeming uh, than, than, I mean, that's oh, a recent driver's license. Thank you. Yeah, I just got my hair cut. Okay, 38 years old. Young, really. Yeah. And you have a whole white stripe in the front of your hair? Is that just like, that's natural? It grows like that? And that grows naturally back in sort of a skunky mohawk, kind of like Jay Leno. Yeah. Yeah, it goes all the way back. How did you get interested in lighting design? Well, that's a great question. I once went on tour with the Moody Blues when I was a younger fellow. My my parents uh, were roadies for the for the Moody Blues. Moody Blues. Yeah. Who were they? Well, they were a rock band in the '60s, and they kind of held on maybe a little too long into the '80s, and that's when I picked up uh, with them on yeah. the road and I would be able to go backstage to all these different venues and I mean see the lights and mm. the, the technical yeah. wizardry that went on and I really fell in love oh that's so cool they did the song uh, if you remember Tuesday afternoon oh. do you remember that song no. No. Tuesday 
afternoon. Okay. Ooh, Does that ring a bell? Still now. It yeah. goes Tuesday okay. afternoon. Anything yeah. after that? Or? Yeah. A, oh, I only know that part, but there's a okay. whole bunch after. How's it go again? Tuesday afternoon. Huh. Okay. I don't recognize it. No. Really. It's no. Like, no. Tuesday. Listen close. Yeah, okay. Tuesday uh-huh. afternoon. Are you sure you've got the tune right? Or... Is I think it, so. I tip? did get dinged in the ear when I was a kid, so I don't have the greatest pitch, but... Uh, what did you get ding, dinged in the ear by? A pitch? Uh, yeah, by a... No, not a pitch. Oh, oh, like in baseball? Right. I'm not very good at sports. I okay. did chip a tooth playing baseball when I was supposed to be warming up with a with a fellow teammate, and I I wasn't looking. But what what happened to the ear? Oh, I got... I just got dinged. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. You're like George Bailey, where he was like, you're going to have to say that into my good ear. You got oh, a good ear and a bad ear? Okay. I've never met George Bailey. So you're backstage with the Moody Blues, and you're seeing all these lights, and you're thinking, okay, I could do that. Yeah. I, I feel like that's what makes the show, and, and so I really fell in love. And also, I, I you know, this is very uncomfortable for me. I, I don't like being in front of people. I don't like being, in, you know. Ooh, in, behind the scenes guy. I like a, I'm a behind the scenes guy. Yeah. 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 Well, I got to ask you a question. I'm sorry if I'm interrupting, but I, it's just distracting to me. I have to know this because I know they were singing about Tuesday afternoons and stuff like that. That mm-hmm. seems very uh, uh, innocent, but we know about secular rock and roll and what kind of goes along with that. And you must have seen some real wickedness back there. Were you exposed to some stuff that made you say, well, I don't know about this world, huh? Yeah, probably, probably too much, probably too much too soon. Oh, you know? yeah, exactly. Uh, so you know, it's uh, it's a part of my past that uh, I don't really talk about it too much. What but, sort of things did you see? Oh wow, you're really putting me on the spot here. You know, I saw uh, men and women uh, unwed. Uh, you know, kissing on the mouth and things like that. Oh boy! Um, just backstage in a green just room. Just backstage, type of yeah. You wow. know, around the bagel uh, you know, table and stuff like that. Oh, wow! And, they had uh, bagels. They did. They had bagels, which to me also is like that's a Jewish treat, and I, it's oh. not something that I necessarily thought was yeah. you know available should be available for everyone. Yeah. Right. Well, I go to Great Bagel and Co. sometimes, and I'm a Christ follower. I think it's okay to eat bagels. I think. Is it? I think so. I've sort of stayed away from any sort of circular carb for years, so I have no Mm. idea. So here you are backstage. You are following a rock and roll band across America, and you're seeing this wickedness backstage of the way that the rock and roll lifestyle can really kind of like, I don't know, make people backslide into sin or whatnot. You're seeing people kissing over bagels. Uh, You probably saw some drugs. Did you see some drugs? I smelled them. Oh, I smelled drugs, and they all smelled like skunks. Oh, yeah. And I could never tell what was skunks and what was drugs, but, uh, you know, I do. If ever, anytime I smelled something like that, I just walked away. I'm sure it's probably drugs, not skunks, backstage at a Moody Blues concert, right? It probably depends on the, the venue. Well, what kind of rock and roll are they? Are they more like hardcore? Are they more like country? Do they got twang? Are they kind of like, you know, soul and rhythm? Are they more like, you know, oh, romantic? Oh, wait, wait. Hold on. What's twang? Uh, you know, I'd say twang would be like, um, I like like Shania Twang. So what's that song they sing again? Tuesday afternoon. Oh, I can't Still, remember it's not ringing that. It's got, I mean, that's kind of. Has anybody ever covered it? Could it sound like something else? If you know, I don't know the it? answer to that. It could, it possibly could, but I. Like, so. Yeah, like if Darius Rucker sang it, what would it sound like? Tuesday afternoon 
What if like what if like Hillsong covered it? What would it sound like? Tuesday afternoon. Oh, that, yeah, that's starting to similar. sound a little bit more familiar to me. So you, how did you make your way finally from you were backstage with the Moody Blues to, to finding yourself in the booth at Twin Hills? Well, that's just the thing. I, you know, after that, I kind of caught the bug. And so I went and um, I studied uh, audio video and, uh, you know, just kind of kept going and kept going. And then one day. So you studied audio video, but no lighting in that. Well, yeah. Right. But, it, you know, I wasn't good at it. The oh, you got to start somewhere. You got to start somewhere. Right. And and so then at, through that, through sort of failing over and over again, falling on my face a bunch, I you know, I kind of had to switch gears. And I got to the theater. Okay. And then Ooh. in the theater, I was stage managing. Ooh. Um, not because I like theater, mostly because I like cargo pants. And so then I ended up getting into lighting. And, and then, and that's kind of where it started. That's okay. so cool. That's I, such a great story. Yeah, I like the grid system. Mm. You know, I'm just kind of a really black and white thinker, and and the pattern of the grid made a lot of sense to me uh, for the lighting grid, right. and then that's where where I got into. I've it. seen you up in the catwalks, changing the gels, putting on gobos, all that stuff. In fact, I gotta do give. I gotta give you a big old shout out because this past Christmas you had gobos going on outside the church onto the sidewalks as people were coming into the Christmas services. There were rotating snowflakes and Santa heads and uh, mangers and it was so beautiful and I love when you put a gobo on the stage I love when you put some little like Christ-like messages you know floating around the floor being projected from way up in the catwalks it's so cool what did you hate about theater I think the people um the Mm -hmm. actors Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. right thespians Mm -hmm. I didn't like them they're all pretty you know it's it's like a pretentious kind of a crowd you know they they um there's a lot of self-absorption and a lot of hugging and stretching. It just feels like it's too much body work. Well, they need attention, don't they? And you're more of a behind-the-scenes yeah. guy. I'm a behind-the-scenes guy, but it was, strangely, I need them to do what they do in mm. order for me to do what I do. Mm-hmm. But I just I had to get out of there because... Like I said, so much touching and, mm. and no boundaries whatsoever. They're just in your space. Well, they do these exercises and stuff. They do these Meisner things and that make them all start crying and hugging and kissing and all that. I mean, maybe that was what was happening backstage with the Moody Blues over the bagels. It feels like it. It kind of was just a roving orgy in the theater, you know, sweatpants and that. So even more with the actors than with the Moody Blues. Way more. Yeah. Well, could you imagine? Could you imagine? That is too bad. So you were you were working in regional theater here in, here in Indianapolis. I worked at a dinner theater here, and and uh, and yeah, I did uh, <gasps> dinner theater. I love dinner theater. Oh, do you? I love it. I think it's the coolest. I think it's so neat. Yeah, I did one show. It was Little Shop of Horrors. Ooh, and it it scared the the crap out of me yeah and so i you know i kind of ran for the hills literally and figuratively and ended up here that's one of those things you know even when i hear the title of that where you've got all these whores and they're in a little shop and you're like well this is going to be a highly sexual show because Mm -hmm. it's in the name Mm -hmm. and i'm just wondering you know why theaters even think mm-hmm. that that's gonna mm-hmm. that sort of thing is gonna sell? Mm-hmm. Oh, there are so many more, you know, type of rated R kinds of things being made for the stage than there are rated G, aren't there? Right. And Sorry, but, I, you know, I, this is what I was confused about this too. It's not a little shop of whores, as in prostitutes and hookers and that. It's it's horrors, horrors. Oh, right, whores. like a horror film. 
Holes. Like a horror film. Yeah. A and there's a film. Venus flytrap in there, isn't it? And, the, yeah. and there's a plant that's eating everybody. Yeah. But, but if you think about the Venus flytrap, what I know about that is, you know, what it's shaped like is a part of a woman's body that can trap you in the same way that women like to sort of set these sexual traps for good and upright men and they stumble into lust, don't they? I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought it was a metaphor for a, the, a giant head of a penis. What, what's a metaphor for that? Little Shop of Horrors, the 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 animal, the the Venus flytrap. I is, thought it was a giant head of a penis. The the male member. Yeah. Huh. All I'm saying is none of these images are positive. That's and true. I'm, They're so not. And I'm That's glad true. you got out of there. That's true. Yeah. And and sometimes, don't you think it's sometimes as much a gift to know what you don't want to do as knowing what you do want to do? It's so very important. Yeah. I walked out of so many jobs going, well, now I know what I don't want to do. And sometimes you feel like you got to go through five million of those before you find the thing that you do want to do. Yeah. What were some of those jobs that you walked out of? Michael's Arts and Crafts. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Dick's Sporting Goods. Mm-hmm. Dick's Last Resort. Um, so it seems like you just walked out of places with names. Does it? Aunt Annie's. Okay. Joanne Fabrics. Ooh, I Wendy's. Love mm, I love a single. Arby's. Jeez. Wilson's Leather. Ross. Spencer's Gifts. Okay, so still all name places. Is it just No, they're not all names. Okay. I worked at other places that weren't names. Okay. Filene's Basement. Okay, still a name. TJ Maxx. Maybe a name, but maybe a brand. No, I swear I there was I worked somewhere that wasn't a name. Hold on. Hold on a second. Eileen Fisher, Ann Taylor, Loft, Nordstrom. Dang it. Dang it. Hold on. Jose Bank, short for Joseph. Come on. Um, I worked at Barry's Lumber. That can't count. Um, Christopher's Bait and Tackle. I mean, geez, Louise here. Wow, that's a lot of name names. I swear, jobs. that's just not a thing that I keep doing. I swear to you. J.P. Morgan for an internship. I don't believe this. What was the name of the theater? Well, that that was John P. Mackey. John P. Mackey was the name of the theater? John P. Mackey Theater. I I mean, I can't believe this. What was the name of the theater company? John, well, that was, uh, that was Mac Brown Theater Company. John P. Mackey Theater and the Mac Brown Theater Company? Yeah, we used to go, that's exactly was the rhythm of the whole song. You know, if we had a, a we had a local commercial, Mac Brown Players at the John Mackey Theater. You never heard that? No, it's not familiar to me. Do the tune again? Maybe. Mac Brown players at the John Mackey Theater. You know, oh, really? No. We were out of Hammond. No. Uh, what, so, gosh. What? Well, I don't. I don't mean. Gosh. To, gosh. Just seems that you worked at a lot of places with names. Well, I, it's not. Wasn't intentional. I don't appreciate you throwing it in my face. I think the good news here is that you are employable. You've really, you've got a thick resume, don't you? Yeah, and you know what? A lot of times people don't ask for references, and that's that's good, too. What were some of the reasons that you ended up uh, not working at those places? Well, I've got, you know, some people say I've got a bit of a rage problem. Oh. So I, but I don't agree with that. You know, if, if you ask me, a lot of times it's on the other the other guy. Have you ever been in anger management? No. Oh, that's a thing, I think. I mean, it was a movie with um, that guy who was like, here's Johnny. Uh, what's that guy's name? 
Here's Johnny. No, I'm not Here's Johnny. That scary movie I could no. never get through. He was like, uh, Here's Johnny. Yeah. Oh no! He's like twins in the hall and the lady in the bathtub. Twins in the hall. Huh. Yeah, twins in the hall. Oh, that was that sketch group I liked so well back in the early aughts or nineties. Uh, the twins in the hall. Twins in the hall. They I, were yeah. fun. They, I really David enjoyed Spade them. David Spade and all them. They were well, so good. You know what's really great though, Mars, is that Twin Hills Church is not a, a person's name, and this might be the look first at that. Place you broke your streak. <laughs> it wasn't a streak. I didn't, it wasn't intentional, so it's not a, it's not even a thing. I'm sorry, yeah, just no, I know, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. Are you in a relationship? No. Okay. Ooh, do you want to be? I love setting people up. I'm a cupid. I don't know. I, uh, you know, because now it's all internet. You know, you got to oh, go. You true. have to. You know, I don't know. Are you dating on the internet? No. Okay. I, it doesn't. Who cares? Like that's a thing. <sighs> Whatever. What's your type? I don't know. You got a type? I just, you know, I just don't want people to mess with my stuff. Oh, just don't touch my stuff. Yeah. Okay. I think that's fair. You can get in a relationship with someone and say, I don't want you to touch any of my stuff. That's fine. That's fair. Paint us a picture, Mars, if you would, of your stuff. What kind of stuff are you talking about when you say, don't touch my stuff? Because I'm always really interested in what people Mm -hmm. are passionate about, Mm -hmm. whether it's their hobby or the things they collect. Well, you know, I spend a lot of time... Okay, don't make fun of me for this, but um, I do video games, okay. mm. and I enjoy, uh, you know, I got I got all my men. Um, Your men? Yeah, like, mm. you know, like uh, the... the, the oh, like the, kids' toys. Well, but yeah, it's no, but there's a whole entire, you know, group of people my age that will go to conventions with their men, and we trade, and we swap, and... You can buy them, and it's a fun activity. So it's not kids' toys, and I've heard that. No, it's not kids' toys. Figurines? Are they like, no, 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 no. Army men? Yeah, like men. Like, you know, pick one of your favorite movies or pick anything. You know, you can buy the men from that. Army men, Star Wars, that. Mmm. Yeah. So you don't want people touching those. Well, no, I don't want people to, and just getting it in my business and that. It's not just t- touching my stuff, okay? But I'm too old now to date and have a girlfriend. Aren't you 38? Yeah. Oh, that's well within dating years, no, I think. Sure. I, I, that's just the whole word, girlfriend. I, I just I don't get it. Well, you can say GF. Can you? Yeah. I think that's what they say now. You know what? That might be a good characteristic of your personality that's good for being a lighting designer and a lighting guy because once you get the light set, nobody needs to touch you. Maybe that is a part that God put inside you is your personality that like, don't touch the lights. Like I have hung these lights. I have set them. They are secured. Don't touch my stuff. Once you have the the light board set up and you got it all programmed, nobody should be touching it. Yeah, that's yeah. I, I like that. Yeah, I think it's a good thing. It's a God-given characteristic of your personality. And you know what? God has a person out there who he designed to be with you specially, and they're going to be somebody who doesn't like to touch any stuff. That that would be great. Maz, how do you think Christ uh, and Jesus specifically has really um, impacted your life since you got to Twin Hills? Well, you know, I... Part of... Okay, so if now... This is the hard part because, okay, now go back. So hold on. What am I trying to say? If, if I, 
like because Jesus and God, uh, it's uh, so yeah. Just how any positive things that Jesus yeah. has put down in yeah, your life yeah, since yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you, you yeah. left all those name jobs, right? Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he, I mean, he, he you know, uh, obviously was. Uh, I mean, if I, it, I part of. It it's 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 uh uh. Are you taking your shoes off? Huh? Are you taking your shoes off? Yeah. Is that bad? Well, I'm just wondering. I just don't understand why you're clenching your toes up and taking. Because your shoes. I just need to. I want to relax. Is a thing to make me relax. And that I mean, yeah, that's it. I mean, God and Jesus, they relax me. Hmm. It's a rela- It's rela- It's a relaxer. Okay. God and Jesus yeah. relax you. It's relax. That's it positive. Me. That is positive. And you know what? I understand. You know, I think it's hard to articulate the transformational power of Christ on a human life, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's unspoken. Yeah. Right. But if you had to speak to it, would, would, would there be anything that you would say about the transformational power? Yeah, it's tra- it's, it's it's relaxing. It's transformational and it's... it's uh, you take your socks uh, off. Yeah. I could, yeah, I am. They're hot. My feet are hot. It's just so powerful that we've had somebody that's gone through so many different walks of life, so many different jobs with so many names of places that you've been. And you, you, you wind up here where you're really in your sweet spot, where you're doing something you love. You don't have to um, interact with uh, people you don't want to. And you get to maintain the boundaries that, that, that you've been seemingly want. Yeah, I think it's great. You know what I say to people is is uh, I'm sh- I literally show them the light, mm-hmm. and and that's a pretty powerful thing in a lot of ways. I'm kind of playing God up there. Oh, right. you really are. Yeah. And I mean, you are. It's symbolic, isn't it? That that uh, Christ tells us to let our light shine before men, and that's your job. Isn't that so cool? Hide it under a bushel? No, I'm going to let it shine. I'm going to let it shine. Is there anything that you particularly love from the Bible that you could just, you know, that, that you look to when, you, when you're working your job? I mean, there's just so much. Like, uh, I mean, I don't even know where to start. You know, it's, it's all. Do you have a favorite verse? Yeah. I mean, the whole thing. It's the good book. That's you true. Know? Right. It's the good book. Cover to cover, isn't it? I mean, I, you know, I like the entire, all the, like, every gospel, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Oh, back to the names. No. Uh, I mean, Timothy. Um, mm. Those are some of my favorites. What are favorite books of the Bible? Maybe, you know, they don't even have to be names, but just right. think of your favorite books of the Bible. They're, they're not names. It's just, I don't have a thing with names. I all right, what do I like? Uh, one and two, Timothy. One and two, Samuel. I like uh, Ezra, Nehemiah, uh, Esther, Job, Graham, John, okay. Justin. I mean, it's just, you know, the list goes on and on. I'm not familiar with those last few. What last few? Graham and Justin? Graham? Graham. Graham. Graham is in the Bible? Justin is in the Bible? No, those aren't, those aren't in the Bible. Uh, oh... Maybe you're thinking of something else. Oh, no. What? Ah, oh, gosh. Why are you putting your shoes back on? Ah, uh, well, like, dang it, I didn't put my socks on first. Right. Graham and Justin and John, they're, I don't know. I, what's, what's, what's wrong about us? They're, they're, they're band members in the Moody Blues. Oh, the Moody oh. Blues. Tuesday afternoon. afternoon.
Mars Rothman was played by Mark Rotterman. Check out one of his Cook County Social Club shows in L.A. and follow him at Mr. Mark Rotterman. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie Labonte, and Gray Haas is played by Greg Hess. Our incredible producer is Ryan Countshouse. Follow us on your favorite form of social media and send a letter to our mailbag at megathepodcast at gmail. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And if you like the podcast, please support us on Patreon. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.